The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix Podcast. Tune in today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. No my hide my picky my kake my kate fuckerunga kweki super pod. Uh, welcome friends and iPod users. Superpod 2021. <laughs> this is the Avengers of the spin-off podcast cinematic universe. And we are gathered here today in the twilight of the COVID-ridden year. In the sort of sofas area. What is this area called? I don't even know. Does it have a name? The sofas bit of the spot. Chill out zone. The couches. The couches. But like capitalised. So do people say sofas? Is that a thing? Or do people say couches? Is that a class thing? Or is it, it is a class thing. I, I had um, couches corrected to sofas in a book I wrote. Oh. <laughs> so no, I mean, a book you wrote or a book, wrote. A book that, um, uh, what's his face, Dan... Dan the man wrote. It's a secret. Oh. Um, that's Duncan Grieve there, um, uh, who is taking a brief pause from his one long monologue that he normally delivers. We've unplugged him briefly from his own private studio where he just speaks in unbroken sentences 24-7. To join us for this super pod, uh, uh, we are, as I was mentioning, not in the studio for reasons of COVIDness. We're instead gathered on the couches and the sofas uh, in the open office and with me I'm Toby Man. I don't mention that there's Jane Yee kia ora Jane kia ora there's Leonie Hayden hello Duncan Grieve we've mentioned him uh, there's Mad Chapman kia ora kia ora and Alice Neville kia ora Toby killed beside her on the co- ca- ca- sofa is uh, Stanley the dog hello uh, <laughs> and all of this strange rig and the production genius is thanks to Tiahe Butler. Yay! Yay. Um, we shout out to Tiahe for making all the podcasts um, really sing. Second half of the year when he joined us, it's been great. But also to uh, our beloved Tina Tiller. Is she in the office? She's right, Tina. Yes, she is. What up, T? What a picture. what's up? Um, <laughs> Tina is, is, is the very kind of, you know, the spiritual core of the spin-off. And also really good at her job. She doesn't her work on the design on the site's been pretty amazing, hasn't it? Um, I'm starting to sound like I'm doing a monopod. Yeah, yeah, into it. And and also to Jonathan Pierce, who yes. um, helped with that with that did some and still is working on the, the Bernard pod. He sure is. And also I just wanna say that Simon Day is absent. Oh. Uh, he was supposed to be here. Without official leave. But he is not. <laughs> ah. Had a big night. Ah. He's got yeah. his out of office on. We had the spin off Christmas party last night, it was a lot of fun. Um, there was uh, some beer pong played, um, undefeated, if, since you asked. Yeah, I uh, still have. I've got a very swollen arm from diving on a hard floor 
That's just called, oh, called yes. commitment. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ill advice. Um, yep. Yeah, someone was like, I thought I heard your back make a sound. I was like, well, <laughs> it feels okay for now. So committed that when I went to do the 10 minutes till the bus arrives call, that when I came back to do the five minutes of the bus arrives call, you guys were starting another game. Ah. I have brought in some Christmas crackers, hey. um, which I'm going to pass around. You can you can grab one out of there and tear it open. I thought what we'd do, uh, just to get into the into the Christmas mood, is pull the crackers in the usual form and um, perhaps read the joke. I don't know what the joke. Hopefully they're not too good, but maybe we have a few, a few jokes. Did you? Feel write no them? danger of that. Yes. Did you write these jokes, David? No, no, I didn't. No, uh, 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 Countdown wrote these jokes. I've got nothing in mine. Oh, my God. these <laughs> I've got nothing in mine either. Oh, dear. So i got six oh toys <laughs> in my career. No oh, my God. This is really happening in front of my eyes. Can I just let everyone know? So I got a dice, a pencil sharpener, a nail clipper, a bulldog clip, and a tiny photo frame. You also won a Voyager Media Award, and that is your <laughs> your prize. Oh, I've got oh, a lot of I've got the all the jokes. Someone was getting towards <laughs> Someone in the, the end of the shift like, at the Christmas oh, yeah. cracker factory. Yeah. Like, fuck it, I'm just going to stack all it. It's like when people it's go around doing funny. the circulars, you know, it's like, yeah. fuck it, I'm near the end of my round. You're getting 75 warehouse flyers, mate. <laughs> I'm going to put all the crowns on at once. Um, do you have any way. jokes? Oh, shit, yeah. Okay. Hold on. While Would she's you, unfolding the joke, I just want to say this whole Christmas cracker situation, extremely Pod. <laughs> Definitely a corny yeah. working at the Christmas cracker factory. <laughs> working in vertical yeah. um, Can you pass those around, please, Alice? No. Yes, no, I can. Yep, yep. yep. So you got Take six jokes. I got six jokes. I don't want one. Pass, pass oh. around that way. Thank you very much. I want, a, I want that one. Um, I, I, I don't know if anyone is still listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great start. What we're going to do is we're going to go around and uh, I'm going to invite each of my friends here to uh, introduce themselves, read a joke. And then perhaps uh, talk a little about 2021 and sum it up. We'll be talking about a moment, perhaps, that may or may not be related to the podcast that they uh, contribute to work on. Hats are going on. Down. Oh, yeah. I'm hatless. Are there any, any more hats? Yes, there's plenty. I'll pass one down to you. Um, Jane, are you, are you feeling... You're putting a hat on, lovely yellow hat. Yeah, beautiful. Are you feeling uh, ready, primed to read us a joke and then... Uh, Enlighten us. I've never been oh. less ready. My hat just fell off. Okay. What song do you sing at a snowman's birthday party? What? Freeze a jolly good fellow. Hey? Yes, hey. you do. You do. <laughs> you do. <laughs> right. Uh, the year in, I guess, representing the real pod, the year in reality TV, was a, actually a bit of a cracker of a year. We had some pleasant surprises and some shows that we thought might not be that great and turned mm. out to be actually really great. What was the best one? Was that Survival? Was that the best one? My best one, <laughs> and we'll have to defer to Duncan for his because as a, as a co-host of The Real Pod, but mine was, <laughs> mine was Celebrity Treasure Island. Okay. There not, was not, not Survivor? There was no Survivor this year. <laughs> was it there? <laughs> Hasn't been That's in New Zealand meant. Survivor for a That's while. That's what I meant. Have That's you not been I listening meant. to The Real Pod, Toby? I never listened to it. Very oh. surprising. <laughs> 
Um, no, Celebrity Treasure Island was amazing. It was a, it was an amazing cast. It came at the perfect time during lockdown where we all just need a nice warm cuddle from some uh, some celebrities and it really <laughs> delivered. And then the final three were just a dream trio mm. to be in the final, mm. ultimately won by Chris Parker, lots of tears. Mm. Just really bloody lovely. Really, really good. Thank God. The uh, Masked Singer was... Um, very popular. <laughs> Give it that. We, it was, we had the mask singer costumes in the office for some reason. We had the pair. Right. We had the pair. Yeah. Uh, that was a, 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 a. I mean, we've talked about this on the real pod, but it was a um, like a watered down version of the US mm. franchise, and obviously entertaining uh, for New Zealand audiences, but just it just dragged on. You know, it really limped along for a while there. <laughs> Everyone who was involved in it left lesser for the experience. Yes. <laughs> but it's coming back next Including year, so that's exciting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ex- us most of all. Leonie Hayden, you launched a new podcast. Oh, yeah. Woo. Sure did. Well done. Um, which means, you know, I don't have a, a year's worth of um, podcasts to draw on for a roundup. We have only completed five episodes. I can do my joke. Mm. <laughs> what do you get when you cross a snowman with a vampire? Oh. I feel like you guys can get this. Not today. No, no. In cold blood. Frostbite. Oh, oh. very good. Giving a theme here. Yeah. Like snowy theme. Um, so, yes, uh, my year in podcasting really only started a couple of months ago. We launched Nair, which is our public interest journalism funded uh, fortnightly Māori interest, Māori affairs, stuff what Māoris do <laughs> podcast, uh, hosted by myself and Mariana Johnson and her kuru Jews. Um, and we just sort of tackle a different kaupapa each uh, episode. We talk to an expert and um, we have a yarn amongst ourselves. I do a Bernard-style monopod up top where I just ramble on for a bit about what I reckon. Bernard style. Duncan, My- I was just going to say, how does that feel? How does that feel? As the originator of the monopod, and Bernard's sort of taken well, it the over. the difference is that Bernard stops. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that's why, exactly, we emulated Bernard on, on this format rather than Duncan, because it's just up top, and then it jumps into something else. I just want to add, Leone, you said that you've only been podcasting with Nair for a few months, uh, whereas most of us have been going the whole year. I still feel that you have had more quality actual podcast content in those few episodes than probably all of us <laughs> combined. You don't have to make it a competition. <laughs> well, Leonie's the winner is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's very kind, untrue, but very kind. Um, but I have to say the highlight of the episodes we've done so far was actually our last episode on hakari, which is our sort of traditional way of sharing food and is like a way of uh, honouring guests and visitors. I just really loved um, going out at the end of the year on sort of like a high note, talking about something positive and unifying um, something uniquely Māori, but that is shared widely with every visitor that is interested in participating. Um, And it comes, of course, with its own unique uh, tikanga and appreciation of food. It just made me re-appreciate that like this thing that we do three or more times a day, Mm. every single culture in the world has their own views on that and they're all quite different, Mm. which is like, I love that. I love being reminded that we all look at water differently and food and 
friendship or whatever the universal ways of relating are, we actually experience them quite differently. And uh, that's kind of what Nia's about. Mm. It's just about talking to those sort of uh, Māori lived experiences of things that we take for granted. I mean, that's kind of what Artia, my section on the spin-off, was sort of created for as well. So it's just a little fortnightly dabble. It's not little. It is, it's pretty short. It's really good. And if you <laughs> aren't already listening to it, you should just pick up your iPod and just scroll through. <laughs> yeah. And get the wheel and, spinning. And get it to spin around a little wheel and, and, and subscribe to Nick. Yeah, find us right now. Do it right now. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Duncan Grieve, tell us a joke. <clears throat> How does snow men What's get snow? around? Misogyny. Sexist. How does snow I men... Am. Get around. Only the men. They get around. Snowmobiles. Snowmobiles. I actually slide, saw slide, this slide. one, but I'm not going to answer because I already know the answer. But I can, but I think it's better I don't. Something ice. Yep. Ice. Yep. Yeah, get ice in. skates. And no, that can't be. That's too literal. Come on then, Duncan. Yeah, we haven't got all day. <laughs> they ride an icicle. Uh, oh. These are, these are actually just well-patched jokes. Snowman, oh. Snowman three times head. over in the, in the joke so far. Snowbee man, man. Oh. am I right? <laughs> That's good. Thank you. What would you, you like from me? Uh, what what would you like to say? Are you going to talk to about media? Are you going to talk about reality television? No, or? no. <laughs> No, I'm going to talk about me, 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 media. Me, um, I'm going to talk about me. Dear. Can't talk about media. You can't can't tell media about me. me. <laughs> um, so it was a like buzzy and busy year for for media. Like the fold tries to cover um, New Zealand's media, but yeah, you know, unavoidably now that that means the intersection of it with the technology and what have you. Um, and it was heaps of crazy shit on that front, like the the Australian bargaining code affair, where. Um, which was this year, even though it feels like last century, where Google were like, we're just going to turn off search for Australia, and Facebook like, well, we'll just actually did they did just just pull news out yeah. of the news feed as a like hurricane was approaching, yeah. which uh, it meant that the Australian Weather Service, you know, you just were just hopefully getting some information from your mates. I think we got maybe two, two or three hundred extra Australian readers that day. We, we did. It was a huge day. So. Um, like that—that that was just an extraordinary incident, and and like, I mean, Australia obviously a nightmare country where everything is bad, but on some level, the fact that they said okay, they called the bluff, and uh, the the tech companies blinked. That was like, well, that was an amazing thing, and now we're in New Zealand. Um, you know, have applied for the Commerce Commission to do it, do a similar thing. Uh, so that's been fun, but. The, the the story I found like most interesting as like a sort of a parable for what's happening to media more broadly was was actually like in the most traditional kind of hidebound area of media, which is uh, commercial radio, and um, watching what happened to MediaWorks this year, and particularly uh, the the transformation of uh, Magic Talk into what's coming next year, which is. Mm. Today FM, terrible. I really Today. I loathe the name, but Today's um, FM yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so basically, like, you know, MediaWorks, the the MediaWorks that we're talking about now was created basically a year ago when it cleaved away from 
the TV company that is now Discovery and became an outdoor media and all of the you know, half of New Zealand's radio stations. And they had this talk radio brand, Magic Talk, that started the year with like Sean Plunkett, John Banks doing fill-in, uh, Peter Williams, this just kind of grouchy old <laughs> shaken hand at, at cloud group of dudes. Um, scared of Maoris climbing through the bathroom window. Terrifying thought. And uh, within like six weeks, they were all gone, you know. And for the rest of the year, they basically had, you know, they had a whole bunch of, um, you know, uh, what, uh, sort of sexual harassment and, and, and worse kind of allegations come up through social media. Those were dealt with with, a, with the Jew report, which was released in its entirety publicly, which is a very rare thing for a, a corporate thing to do. And then they ended the year just like recruiting this incredible array of people to, um, to you know, fronted by Tover O'Brien to lead this new radio brand. And it just feels like a little... You know, a, a parable of what's happened to our media, which has just gone from being a kind of weirdly conservative force within New Zealand to, to something that feels like it's in motion in a way that's quite interesting. And so, yeah, that that's the thing that I've been kind of most most obsessed with, even down to the fact that, sorry, I, th I know that you thought it was finished, I'm not finished. <laughs> um, the fact that they gave the rocks frequency Mm. To, uh, to Today FM. So it's right next to uh, ZB. Well, well, the what you, what's happening to The Rock? So The Rock is going up to like 106.2, which is like beyond the band that. expansion oh. of... Yeah, no one noticed this. Um, it's beyond the band expansion of most radios. Scandal. It's like, it's often the... I don't know if it's the cellar or the basement or the... Attic. It's really... It's the, that's it's a, third that's rock what, from that's, the sun. That's Am I right? But that's... <laughs> You are right. <laughs> that is a contemporary reference. Um, That's what happened to Channel Z. It got bumped down when The Edge came to Auckland, and uh, Channel Z got bumped down to what, to, uh, 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 I don't know, in the late 80s frequency, which then became Kiwi. So let's let's see what happens to The Rock. That was the well, that, that's what I think it is. I mean, the rock, was, the rock was the heart of their business for a long time. It was wildly profitable, deeply heinous, and... And now they've just kind of shunted it off to the Radio Netherlands. They put put it right next to ZB. This is so game on, but it's also like the rock as the kind of centre of our culture and is just it's just not there anymore. Babe of the day. What's going to happen to Babe of the day? Who is the babe of the day? I mean, well, maybe that's something that's going to pick up on. Yeah. Wind up your wife. Yeah. yeah. Who's going to wind up our wives? <laughs> <laughs> is it you? <laughs> Yeah, I'm available on Tuesdays and Fridays <laughs> to wind up your wife. Matt Chapman, the Christopher Luxon of the spin-off. <laughs> the new leader after a, a, a bloody coup. Ooh, so wow. the much-loved former editor, <laughs> Jettison. Um, Conservative man. <laughs> after alleg historic allegations. <laughs> it, was, it was nothing. It was just, anyway. Um, not good to joke. Not good to joke about this. Um, Mad, did you have a podcast? I, d I don't have a podcast. <laughs> um, well, this is awkward, isn't it? No, you, you, you did like feature. We are. You featured on Remember When, talking yes, about. I spoke for 10 minutes on a podcast. About van life. Um, it counts. I don't, I don't have one for audible reasons, but I also, and so I also don't have a category. Hmm. So I didn't know what to, I don't know next? what to talk about. <laughs> I did think of something while Duncan was talking for about 30 minutes that um, <laughs> something that happened this year 
that you may not remember happened less than six months ago. Mm. The Olympics. What? what? Remember that? That's crazy. Remember the Olympics? Remember when? Vaguely. Um, <laughs> that was cool. That was kind of the highlight right before we just really mm. dipped into a deep low. Mm. And I think we did okay at the Olympics. I don't think people really cared that much. It was just kind of a nice thing to do uh, right before we went into lockdown. Yeah. And... Did some good rowing. Yeah. We did some good jumping. There's some good Dylan rowing. Schmidt. And we had Older, some heartwarming mm. moments in the office of us all sort of huddled around. I like One computer monitor like cheering it. on people in a sport we've never followed. Yeah. Those are yeah. days when you're allowed Lisa to Carrington. huddle around mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Up close on these very couches and sofas. Um, Depending on your. It also kind of the Olympics, after the Olympics, sort of due to varied tragedies, brought out kind of how broken a lot of our sporting bodies are, Mm -hmm. which I think will be very important going forward. Cycling, being the main one, and New Zealand rugby, which is like, I mean, the women's sevens team won, but. Other than that, New Zealand rugby also seems to have much work to do Mm. in the new year. Um, So that kind of sport, weirdly, even though lots of it stopped, seems to be, like, about to have a huge explosion in 2022. A lot of women's sport happening next year. Cricket World Cup. World Cup, forward to that. Um, you playing that? Football World Cup? No. Might get a sneaky call. I did get asked if I wanted to be an announcer. Can you imagine? Oh my God. <laughs> imagine me, <laughs> can you imagine me announcing people to an excited crowd at Basin Reserve? <laughs> oh, come yes, they can. It's like play by yesterday's play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, so that's kind of, I just thought I'd mention something that yeah, wasn't um, oh, that dramatic. In the 2022 sports pod. Jane. Yes. Mm. Since, yep. Jane. Make since happen, Simon's Jane. not here for the offspin, Black Caps had a good year. All Blacks had a bad year. And that's your sport roundup. Tomorrow on Sports Pod, we wind up your wife. Would you read us a joke, Matt? Oh, yes, I do have a joke. And it's not to do with snowmen. Whoa. Why did the turkey join the band? Mm. Something about goblin. Drumsticks. Oh, it's oh, wow. too good. Because Savant. it had the drum. It had the drum. Oh, <laughs> oh. neutral turkey. <laughs> Love that. Alice Neville. Hello. Hi, Alice. Um, you are the co-host of Dietary Requirements. Yes. Which is on sabbatical at the moment. It is, yeah. But you are also the deputy editor of Spinoff. That's right, yes. And I suppose you're going to talk about food. Well, yes, I thought I would, but if you've got other themes you want me to touch on, mm. I'm, I'm across most of the goings-on oh, in this yeah, country. Right. What, about, what, about, what about the economy? Why don't you get into that? Macroeconomics. The facts change. Can you do a well, Vernon Hickey impersonation? We should have done that. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stick yeah, with the food. Food, um, food. Food? Yeah, let's go food because <laughs> yeah, right. I was thinking about that. Spoiler. However, actually, what I'm going to touch on is a little bit related to the economy because... This year there was all these the lockdown, right? Mm. And I don't know if you knew, but it hit hospitality really hard. And hospitality mm. is all about food and drink, mm. so that's kind of the big theme of the year. And the food world is uh, hospital having a bit of a shit time mm. and struggling to bounce back. And now they have the traffic light system to deal with yada yada. But on a lighter note, and on a more personal perspective. Um, Dietary requirements went to Wellington for Wellington on a plate, and we we recorded a live podcast from Parrot Dog in Lyle Bay. Mm-hmm. 
And that was just a hit, I, I think. Was that not the weekend before lockdown? That was literally the weekend before lockdown. We were actually in the airport with a COVID. Delta case. Hopefully not. Oh, yeah, oh. Was it? yeah. You didn't uh, say that earlier. No. Yeah, you never mentioned that on your return. Oh, we didn't want to tell you all. I mean, you in this flown Delta for Wellington. Yeah. Did that just happen? Did you get that from the Christmas crackers? And you've got dad. So, yeah, that was a nice little last hurrah before it all turned to shit. Speaking of turning to shit, could you read a quick question? Oh, yeah. A joke, you mean? A quick joke. Yeah, it is as a quick. I can just read it as a like a question if yep. you want. What do reindeer hang on their Christmas trees? Hornament, hornaments. Ah, oh, she got it. Oh, oh nice. I like it because it sounds like a bit the dirty. Hesit- the hesitation. Hornaments. I was just saying ornaments and how what, what, my homemade ornaments. She's my ornament for you. <laughs> You're winding up our lives right now. Tell us about politics, Toby. Um, all right. Well, have you got a joke first? I uh, know. I think they're all done. No, oh. there's one here. I think you could Spike you could up. freestyle one. Yeah. You could riff one. It's got to be Christmas. Go on, Dad. Is this a new? Uh, I T.I. has just handed me a joke. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, so good. Nice. <laughs> it's not Christmas themed. <laughs> what? what? Where are the Andes? It's oh, <laughs> <laughs> a classic. Not I love that you got well, the it's, daddest it's joke of all of them. <laughs> it's cold. At the end, in the end, it's snow. Mm, snow. Mm. Oh, yeah. true, true. Um, politics in 2021. Yeah, I mean, the obviously the the COVID theme was still hovering around a bit. Um, the, I, I mean, I sort of think of it in a large part as a year in which the kind of exquisite simplicity of a elimination strategy uh, ended um, and so we as a nation and the and policymakers and so on were faced with having to deal with all the things that so many countries around the world had had to deal with which is balancing a whole lot of different priorities and trade-offs and so on and um, uh, you, you know there were some mistakes made, I think, in part, in a, on a range of areas, whether it's um, testing MIQ, the vaccine rollout. But also, I mean, this week we've hit 90% of the eligible population who have been who are vaccinated, which is pretty pretty amazing. Well I done, Aotearoa. I, I, yeah, I think... And well I done, think, Stuart Nash. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think uh, you know, I, I, I unironically think that's incredibly impressive and that we should uh, um, thank particularly all the people who, around the country, help that roll out in the different parts of the country that are less kind of able to have your big song and dance drive-throughs. But otherwise, what else did we, what else happened? There was, um, the you know, the, the kind of the psychodramas of the National Party played out and we've ended the year with a National Party that looks Fit for purpose, which is great. It looks, looks like Ben Thomas. Looks like. <laughs> it look from from Matt Chapman of the National Party. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So I so so I think that's a positive for the end of the year that uh, we'll have a good functioning um, opposition in 2022. I hope um, that's politics. Did I miss anything out? I feel like it's, mm. it's one of those things where there may be some giant storyline that I've completely overlooked. Act got even more popular. Yeah. But now yeah. sort of trending downwards again. As, as because I of Luxon mania. Because of, uh, <laughs> the of the National Party on the up. 
Some of my favourite politics moments of the year involve, like, the Māori Party and accessories. I mean, that's not to undermine some of the excellent work that they've done in mitigating uh, the terrible risks Mm. (laughs) from Mm. the pandemic. However, I liked how often that they were in the news for fashion reasons, such as Rawiri being turfed out for not wearing a tie, or the colonial noose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the Radu over his Air Jordans. Yeah. I mean, great. I, lo- I mean, they always said they were going to be like a pebble in the shoe at Parliament, and I just. Sometimes I'm here literally. For it. Yeah. I love what uh, Charlotte Muru Lanning uh, wrote about both those incidents for the spin off. Like, it yeah. really oh, uh, captured the, the mood of the moment and uh, the complexities of it brilliantly. Right. Can I just give a summary of the year in the spin off podcast network? Is that okay? Oh, shake a vote. I, I mean, mm. no, go, go. Uh, 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 yeah, okay, no. Thank you. <laughs> Big year for us. First of all, we had Tiahi come on board. Hey. 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 Um, and just the very fact that we needed to have someone come on board to, to actually engineer our podcast is an achievement in itself. Shows the progress we've been making uh, and expanding which um, it's been a big year. We had, remember when launch, we had first... When the Facts Change launches a new series, well embedded now, When the Facts Change. Uh, and Breast Assured is a little little short, limited series that you can also find on the network, which came out this that year. That was a good listen. And of I course, thank you, Leanne. Great name as well. I don't know if I've given you enough kudos for that. <laughs> I'm going to take the credit. Yeah, that, was, that was my one. She's was a pun really? queen. Yeah. She's a pun queen. <laughs> I am Breast a pun queen. Pun. <laughs> um, and of course, Nair, with the wonderful Leonie Hayden. Also Chikura a good and Mariana Johnson. Um, I have to, I have to give big ups to Duncan Greve. <laughs> Shout out, Duncan Greve. Shout out. Moment of the podcast. Uh, his episode with Janet Wilson on the fold was yes. our single biggest day on the spin-off podcast network ever. Got to the six pm news. The tea was hot, and we have yet to recreate uh, such a such a massive story on any of our podcasts. But we'll do it eventually, at some point. Even if we have to make it up, make up the news. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. But also, Toby... Toby. No, that's getting clipped and put on the platform. <laughs> Top Kiwi. Even if we have to make up the news, the spin-off. <laughs> Toby Manhai has gone by lunchtime that he hosts alongside Annabelle Lee Mather and Ben Thomas is our number one pod. It's our most popular pod. I mean, Bernard's hot on your heels, Ooh. can I say. Bernard's just everywhere on this podcast, despite he's like, not he's being. Sort of he's not floating here. above yeah, us as a here. spectral figure. Um, yeah. And I'd, I'd also like to acknowledge Business is Boring uh, for winning the uh, best. Oh, speak to the devil. Oh, Bernard, shall I answer it live on post? Yes, yes, oh, yes. yes, yes speak do. it. Speak it. <laughs> Kia ora, Bernard. How are you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got a bit of a problem. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Oh God! Never, it never works out as planned when you answer. Oh, that was hard. exactly as planned. Ours is long. <laughs> to be clear, yeah. I've had some interviews fall through. That was supposed to be recorded <laughs> pretty soon. But never mind. Never mind. We'll manage that. This is far more important. The facts have changed. <laughs> um, so I was just saying, congratulations to Business is Boring, hosted by Simon Pounds, currently on hiatus, but we'll be back uh, for winning Best Business Podcast at the inaugural New Zealand Podcast Awards. Which podcast won Best Politics Podcast? I think it was was it was it Hosco? And what about second place? Uh, not gone by lunchtime. And third place. Not also gone by lunchtime. So all radio shows. All radio shows. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, 
The the real pod actually <laughs> scooped up an award as well. Silver in uh, best comedy <laughs> slash hey. entertainment. We haven't got much time, so you just. <laughs> <laughs> so I just have a few thank you. No, no. Um, so that that was great. We'd love to see in the podcast awards next year um, some extra. Look, if it's not too much to ask for the podcast awards, to have a fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, as opposed to we won't be doing radio in our category by a, a, a radio show. Admittedly, a funnier. Much funnier radio show. Yeah. And also... Megan Fletch and Vaughan. No. Um, Wind up your wife. Matt and Jerry. Matt, the Matt and Jerry show. Dom, Dom and JJ. Matt, Jerry and... Um, they... Duncan, he, I've, I've just done some... Days. I've been and doing... And I've been doing my research and they actually put together a, like a bespoke pod to go with the repackage. still, like, they record it in a radio studio. Yeah, I know. Whereas we just do it in the... The same microphones they use to broadcast on the airwaves. No. It's a travesty. No, thank you. Uh, also, Coming Home, which we released last year, but it was nominated or it was a finalist in the Voyages this year. Um, so congratulations Who's for not that? actually winning that, um, but it was still good to just, to just be in there. It's good to be invited. Huge nearly energy for us. <laughs> that was all. That's it? That's it, I think. I mean, I'd love, I'd love to, the opportunity to thank my team at the end, but we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of hangover. Um, we're gonna do we're gonna do villains and heroes, aren't we? That's yes, that's what yeah. we do. That's what the that's how the super pod works year after year. Is this like the fifth one we've done? I think maybe it's like a, the world's slowest podcast series. It's, um, it's <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, people hear the bells for Christmas and they think it's super pod time. <laughs> the villain for me, I am going to nominate Sandra Gowdy, who's the Coromandel Mayor, who didn't oh. like scanning in and then didn't like. The vaccination, she did that whole, I don't like the Pfizer one, I'd rather have Pinot Gris or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And no. I Delicious. just think, uh, um, you know, it, I, I think that our political leaders, our civic leaders have been so outstanding across the board, lucky enough to have no, none of our elected members of parliament um, deviated from responsible encouragement for everyone to get vaccinated, which is great. Just and a slight hesitation a from one. Oh. <laughs> I am delighted that every, every MP has yes. been has had two doses of the Pfizer. Um, so that's my villain. Uh, Jane, do, Jane do, you, do, you, do you have anyone else you want to thank? Um, I'd like to thank I'd like to thank the producers of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette NZ uh, so they could fall into my villain category for this year. Okay. Um, on behalf of the real pod. Uh, it started out with such promise with Lexi's Bachelorette season. It looked like it was gonna be great, and then we realized that they were shoehorning two seasons into one. So mm. they they recorded the amount of time they'd normally spend recording two seasons. So at one season they they recorded two. And they did the same for the rollout of the earring. And as a result, they also used, uh, Moses, oh, when I say used, that's probably not the right word. Maybe there's, maybe there's, I don't know. Moses Mackay of Solomeo was our celebrity bachelor and mm. it just it didn't, it just didn't work. Didn't work, sorry. Sure. So they really let us down. It was, a, it used to be the pinnacle. In fact, it's why the real pod started, was the bachelor. It's true. We first started recapping the bachelor when, um, when King Art Green was the batch. And mm. I feel like they may have just killed the franchise in this country. Oh. Come on, someone needs to go in there and say to them, we're not here to fuck spiders. Yeah, that'd be, and that'd be Jordan Major, so we need to wheel him out to say that. Bring back Jordan. 
definitely do not. No, don't do no, that. Don't do that. It's actually, it's actually fine. Just leave it. <laughs> Leonie, have you got any villains you would like to put in our villain cabinet? I do. It's not an individual, more of a category. Mm. My villains, villains of 2021 it is very much anyone who threatened another person online this year over their COVID thoughts or vaccination status. And I mean from either side of the divide. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even talking about anyone who shared misinformation because I do understand the complex uh, lifestyles and choices behind not really understanding the science behind it. I'm just talking about the absolute psychos out there threatening and insulting people for their thoughts and beliefs. You are the least helpful people in the world this year for helping us get through this. Mm. And I hate every single one of you <laughs> with a really deep passion, mm. both sides of the fence, you know what I mean? I just, some of the, the threats, I mean, I've received some, we've done a piece on some of the extreme threats of death and violence that journalists have received, but it's not just people in the media, it's just regular people. Mm just hurling the absolute worst things you could possibly say to another human being at each other as if there are no consequences to that. Um, at a time where people are turning to social media for information and solace and just something to help them make sense of this terrible time. So, yeah, you can all get fucked. Is that a threat? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Intimidating. Yeah, yeah, it was very intimidating. I mean, apologise. Netsafe.co.nz. Duncan. Uh, mine is highly related to Leone's, but potentially more extreme. So my, my villain is just the basically the is a similar thing. It's a vibe. Uh, Your villain is the or vibe. A con, or a concept. <laughs> Damn it, the vibe. Just generally the vibe. The vibe's been bad. The vibe. No, um, the concept of social <laughs> social media. Um, like the, the, well, I just the whole internet. <laughs> Oh, I actually quite like some on the internet. Like, I can order a taxi with my phone. Yes. That's crazy. It is actually crazy. It's crazy you're ordering a taxi. <laughs> yeah. you, could order, you could order a taxi with your phone many oh, years ago. Oh, <laughs> I could hear you. Pieces Duncan's punching in 0930, Can you cut that out? That's insubordination. So, um, basically, this year started on January 6th, um, January 7th in New Zealand, when... A bunch of people, I use the term loosely, sort of stormed the capital, yeah. like this very visceral kind of assault on democracy itself. And while they were aided and abetted in terms of the, the conceptual basis for what they were doing by the then president, they were also like all of the amplification and transmission of the like just mad shit that they believed was went through social media. Like, mm. And, uh, and yeah, we had just yesterday, like, thousands of people marching on a fucking empty parliament, <laughs> which honestly is funny. But it's also just, like, it's, it's freaky to me. Like, like, what's happening in America is the, the sort of, you have, like, a just, a just a division in society based on kind of, like, a, a rational assessment of facts and, a, like, we're just making shit up group. And that group is enormous. Mm. And in New Zealand, we still have this kind of, on some sense, a, a shared reality. And that thing relies on a whole bunch of kind of, like, has an institutional basis. And I just think that this kind of 
libertarian era of social media, completely unregulated, no consequences to bad shit happening there. We know how it ends, like we can see the future and it looks like hell. And I would love it if someone in government, they could become my hero next year, mm. is just take this shit seriously. Like it's embarrassing for us as a country and, and us as a fucking global population that we're just like, oh, it seems real bad that the most valuable companies in the world are like destroying us. Could we not like maybe just think about some freaking guardrails for this shit? Anyway, that's just what I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's going in the in well. You the, wanted a villain, villain pile. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. Mad. I took the brief quite literally, so <laughs> my personal villain for this year is John Bishop. Hey, oh, hey. that's the food sections. <laughs> oh, carry on. Right. He's well. He's he's branched out. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, true. <laughs> John Bishop, who writes for Stuff.co.nz about. You know, Stuff. a few things, yeah. Um, he is my villain mostly because I feel like as much as it's fun to make, you know, kind of mock people for just complaining about silly shit all the time. He wrote a column about not being able to get a sausage roll. <laughs> he wrote a column about not being able to get a sausage roll. He also wrote a column today yeah, about um, the fact that he wanted to go to Northland but he felt like he wasn't wanted and so actually he's not going to go anymore. And he's he's not, not angry or upset about it. He's not, an, he's not angry or upset <laughs> just, about it, either of so those things. Clear, the argument was people are saying to me, please don't come, and I'm going to teach them by not coming. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly. The headline, yeah. the headline suggested that it was going to actually be quite a positive one and like, oh, I am not really wanted here. Mm. Sounds like I should not go. Mm. But instead it was, I'm not wanted and I'm not angry or upset about it. No. But I am very annoyed and I'm going to complain about it and, right. and sort of huff and puff and whatever. Doing what they've politely asked me to do. That'll teach them. Yeah. He's protesting the lack of sausage rolls by not buying the no sausage rolls. Right? Yeah. Right. But also, it, it begs the question that do the staff see him coming? And quickly shove the, the sausage rolls into the, the backup warmer under the counter. Look, do they have like a picture of John Bishop uh, from like behind the counter, facing them, not facing out? And it's just like we see this man. Hide the sausage rolls. The sausage someone has actually photoshopped up a, a giant sausage roll with legs like jogging, <laughs> so that everyone can understand that whenever you see him, hide the sausage rolls. Stab. I do feel like a, a tiny bit of villainy belongs to, without knowing who is actually responsible, to whomstever at that publication thinks it's okay to publish this man. I thought you were going to say a tiny bit of villainy also to <laughs> the person who didn't order enough slices of rolls. I'm sitting right next to her. Yeah. Her name um, is Mad Chapman. Look, I'm, I didn't say I'm not a villain. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I am... Yeah, I don't know. I think, obviously, it is good to move away from the, like, very outright racist, sexist, all the other things, columns that have certainly been around in media forever, but turns out this kind of (laughs) bland nothingness is almost worse somehow. Um, It's like we have to give... Chapman's (laughs) campaign to bring back (laughs) (laughs) First big columnist announcement for the spin-off in 2022. (laughs) Yeah, at least we're not. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, It just really... um, 
Yeah, there's something about it that just makes me... It's also, I think, a bit of the cynicism where you know that that is published knowing that people will... You know, because it's not it's not clickbaity or inciting anger out of, like, a genuine a genuine anger. It's just we're going to piss people off. And as yeah. somebody who ranks things that very frequently piss people off, I'm aware of that aspect and dynamic... But it's oh, it's it just so it's just so bad, <laughs> and I don't know why he keeps. I mean, I don't know when he's writing these things, but it does just feel like he's typing things out and texting them to someone, and then they're like compiling them Maybe together. Dictaphone, yeah. dictaphone on the driver. Mm. Yeah, the beauty of the internet. You know what's going to happen now <laughs> is he's going to teach us a lesson by cancelling his spin-off membership. He's not a member I of the spin-off. I know he's not. He's canceling his non-membership. He refuses to sign up. Alice, have you had a chance to think of a new villain? Yeah, I got a, I got a goodie. <coughs> it's kind of related. So Is I it wanted... Mav for stealing your villain? <laughs> yeah. It's Mav for stealing my villain <laughs> and eating, eating the sausage, last sausage roll. But it's also, and this is kind of related to John Bishop, anyone who is rude to people working in hospitality or the service, any service, people-facing industry. Um, Because, you know, they've had a fucking hard year and the last thing they need is for you to be a dick. Like, don't be a dick if you have to show you, you know, they ask to see your vaccine passport or you can't get a table because, you know, they want to, they need to space out. Just be nice to people in hospital. Yes. It's not hard. Yeah. Very much, very much. Yeah. Let's do that. Um, let's let's lift the mood by going on to Ooh. heroes now. Uh, we we're going to go around and say our heroes. <laughs> <laughs> that how it works. How's that? <laughs> when Jane invited me to host this podcast, she did not know that she was going to have such molten gold flowing through the streets. I think I was sitting down when I crazy Eddie concert. <laughs> It's really hard when you're used to hosting a podcast to let someone else host it. Um, but you're doing a great job. I just I just want to derail things for a sec. Oh, I want to pass the TI thanks. here, sorry, to just get his, his, his highlights and lowlights from within the studio before we move on to Heroes. Ooh. Did you know this was happening? Who's the best podcaster? Oh, <laughs> shit. And remember who approves your leave, that's all I'm saying. Uh, no, highlights and lowlights from the six months that I've been here. Kind of tough to choose. The whole experience was a bit fucked by lockdown, <laughs> uh, which was a big chunk of the time that I've been working here so far. So I feel like the lowlights, the 14 or so weeks that we couldn't be here recording all of the great pods on the Spin Off Podcast Network. Great answer. Uh, and the highlights was definitely, without a doubt, when culinary superstar... Carlo Buenaventura mm. uh, came in for dietary requirements yes. and gave us what was the he made he, he made his bread and he made the, the other delicious, thing delicious like parmesan custard parmesan situation custard. oh yeah and he brought oh. us like a literal yeah. bucket of it yeah that was I, a, that was delicious. good I always forgot about you guys are all lovely to work with but that <laughs> yeah. parmesan custard was <laughs> top shelf was it not yeah. when Duncan recorded his year in monopod was that not the highlight <laughs> where, 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 no parmesan where, custard weird that that wasn't the highlight. <laughs> Where did a literal bucket of custard be? We had some good good food times. What about the flounder at Kingy? That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that was off-site, though. Yeah, true. I would like to point out that um, in much of the feedback I've received about Nair, the readers 
one of the uh, listeners, sorry, highlights, <laughs> the readers of my podcast, um, the feedback nearly always includes how wonderful Tiahe's voice is oh, in the voice breaks. Voice. Oh, it's good, isn't it? So thank you for carrying <laughs> my podcast. Now we're going to ask Tia to read all of the jokes again <laughs> in, his, in, his, in his beautiful um, bedside voice. Yeah. Uh, shall we do heroes? Yeah. Shall okay. I go first? Yes. Yeah, you go first. Why don't I go first? I, um, what did I say? Oh, yeah, vaccine people, blah, blah, blah. Also, <laughs> also, I think I might have said this last year or the year before, and, you know, it's kind of a sentimental time of year, but I do uh, think it's worth taking a second just to stop speaking and looking at politics. We've got our, our elected politicians, our public service, and also our, our media there at Parliament. Um, not perfect. I, I follow British politics reasonably closely, having lived there for a long time, actually being a citizen of Britain too. Um, oh. Scoop, and <laughs> I—that's going on the just, platform. Dot Kiwi. Just, <laughs> just, just, just. You know, you just need to read five minutes about the kind of politics in in, in Britain. Look across the Tasman and Australia, whatever. So we're actually pretty lucky. So um, we spend a lot of the year uh, being quite critical of all the people in those roles. So I think it's worth just noting um, how lucky we are. But the none of that. The the, the true greatest hero of all. The greatest heroes of New Zealand in 2021 are Colin and Donna Craig Brown, who, do you know who I'm talking about here? No, they, not Colin oh, Craig. I just said Colin yeah, Craig. I was, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, is this the potato? This is the potato. Oh, the potato. Is this the potato? Is my favourite question that's ever been asked on this podcast. It's a food story. It was a real oh, real news Jesus. story. Thank it's God just a massive fucking potato. <laughs> I just want to start just all our interviews with, is this the potato? <laughs> <laughs> The potato's got a name. Oh, yeah, it's called Doug, but I don't like that. Yeah. I just well, think I it's just the, 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 the big nose. potato. It's like, I think, it, I mean, it's like sort of three kilos. No, seven kilos. I don't know, but Lots it had its own little trolley. Really big, quite ugly, <laughs> but just massive. Well, you want it to be like a hot potato. potato. <laughs> That's the hero. <laughs> Um, Frontline so healthcare, Wait, yada, 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 what about the potato? Are they the hero or is the potato the hero? He said them. Okay. Is, I, I feel to, like you made I the wrong choice. You, on that one? <laughs> you made the wrong choice there. I just but. think Colin and Donna. <laughs> Fact check. Also, just, you know, they did a lot of media uh, from their mm -hmm. farm on the outskirts of Hamilton. And they made, made me proud. It felt like a real, um, you know, what do they say? Nature is healing or whatever. That's nature. Fucking massive potato. <laughs> but it felt like it an novelty, right? novelty vegetable news yeah. is very good balm for the soul in times of strife. They had some really great sound bites they from did. that interview as well. Yeah. That was holy snap and turtle teeth. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was 7.9 7. kgs okay. is, is Doug's size. big potato. Uh, I got the fork in and jabbed it out of the ground and holy snapping turtle teeth, <laughs> thought, holy snapping turtle oh teeth, what's going God. on here? Oh. I thought, what is this? Is Colin Craig holy Brown. Holy snapping turtle teeth. I said to Donna, it's a potato, and <laughs> she went no, and I said, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I am, that, really does that not make you proud? <laughs> Go, <Yeah>. Kiwi. <laughs> Give them a podcast. <laughs> um, uh, going back around the other way because, Alice, oh, yes. have you got a hero? Yeah, my hero is are the baristas of Aotearoa because 
And the solicitors. <laughs> <laughs> nah, them what make nice coffee. Oh, I did. You need to pronounce it solicitors. Because we had a very long level four up here in Auckland and I was a, a wreck. And uh, I'm so fucking sick of making my own Alice shit coffee. Was banging for a flat white <laughs> no matter how lockdown. fancy you go, it's just shit. And you then, never, you never yeah. heard about it though. No, you never mentioned it. Alice, you know, know. I, yeah, no. I, um, you know, I don't really like sharing my travails. <laughs> and then we had a very long level three where one of the few joys was walking my dog Stanley down to my local coffee shop, Honeybones, and getting a delicious flat white. So God bless you baristas of New Zealand. I love each and every one of you. That's my heroes. Even the anti-vax ones? <laughs> no, part of the anti-vax ones. And not ones that make shit coffee, only the good ones. Yes. So, A lot of yeah. caveats. Yeah. Yeah. There she is. So, actually, no, yeah. so you know. Just, just Nancy. The creme de la creme. Yeah. Madeline. Uh, my... Boring, earnest one is, I guess, Aucklanders. Hey. Um, yeah. That's me. That's me too. Yep, congrats all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but my genuine one. For... That's, that's Mad's um, stadium announcement twice a year, congrats. Yeah, right. Right. I guess you have a six one in the match. Well done, right well done. Um, my genuine one that brought me lots of joy this year is the bicep trifecta of Lisa Carrington, Valerie Adams, and Stuart Emma Nash. Twig. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, Stuart Nash just missed out. Oh. He's so annoying. Who all won Olympic medals. Yes. Some more than one. Um, <laughs> and it was very exciting. And it was just one kind of proved that the women really outperform men all the time at the Olympics, which is just now a given, but never really um, promoted. And two, despite the fact that I've said quite disparaging things about sports that are designed to win Olympic medals, which all three of those <laughs> events are, <laughs> they do cause a lot of joy in a shit year. Yeah. Um, so I will happily, I'll probably not write about them again soon. <laughs> even though, <laughs> the next two weeks, even though my beliefs have not changed on that front. <laughs> but they are my, they are my, oh, and the women's sevens team. Hey. And Ruby yeah. Tui doing a great interview. Yeah, Ruby Tui. She was almost year, as good as Craig and Donna yeah. on the media. That is true, yeah. Imagine if you got Ruby Tui and that massive fucking potato together. That's a hosting, <laughs> hosting a talk show. Yeah. Lock it in. Let's get it. Thank you. I will play the massive fucking potato. <laughs> <laughs> I Sean, Sean Plunkett's got them on the phone to try and recruit it for, Mad, for the platform.kiwi. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a lot of sponsored content. Are they paying us here? Is that what's happening? I just think it's a really great URL. Can you beep it out? Can you make it like shmur, shmur, shmur every time he says it? Funny, no. <laughs> Uh, my hero is um, related to something Jane talked about earlier. It's Chris Parker. Yay! Yes. Please. Who gave every piece of himself to Celebrity Treasure Island. Uh, that, that show had no right to be good. Like, to be clear, it's a figment of Julie Christie's imagination. It's about 20 years old. It has no stakes. It's kind of stupid. Mm. And... Yet somehow through the combination of the casting and the location and the and 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 the sort of the the, the spiritual force that um, Chris's passion for Rainbow Youth 
yeah, the way that he just constantly talks about what he was doing was for his teenage self. Um, and for all the people who had never felt seen, had never felt able to express their identities on television. And uh, it was just like, it was just an incredibly moving show. It had no right to be, it doesn't even make any sense. When I try and explain it to people who didn't see it, they're like, cool, you're not okay, but I guess it's been <laughs> locked down and so on. But, um, but it happened, it was real. And when he came into the office for his interview, he was weeping within about like 30 seconds, we all were, and uh, it, was the, it was the right thing to do. Um, and he had this like crazy like energy, this, this force in him, and I'm like, that shit is gonna go somewhere. And we're making a show with him next year, which I'm super excited about, could be there, but something is gonna happen to the world because of what happened to Chris Parker and what we all saw. Um, so that's my hero. I also want to give an honourable mention to my beloved Taylor Swift for Taylor's versioning <laughs> Red, because I, I spent a lot of time emotionally engaging with that. I put some carbon into the world by like driving around the block, listening to All Too Well 10-minute version. I am, I'm invested in this kind of crazy artist rights, billionaire six more billions kind of <laughs> shit that she's doing. I'm just, I've, she's she's crazy like Jeremy Strong's crazy, but the results are good and I like them. Got it, Duncan, I uh, feel like you really beautiful. undercut your first hero with that second yeah. It's actually, you guys, it's beautiful. amazing the number of people that tune into The Fold. It's really good. <laughs> it does it very well yeah. um, against yeah, all now, odds. Next time you listen to it, you can imagine a father of three driving around the block <laughs> speaking at Come to Mount Albert. About <laughs> you might see it too. <laughs> <laughs> Even better, imagine Duncan dancing passionately with all his heart to it last night at the staff Christmas party. Mm. Mm. I want to be back there. Um, and then telling me it was the greatest 10 minutes of his entire life <laughs> <laughs> straight afterwards. Stand by it. <laughs> Leonie. Uh, my heroes of 2021, I'm naming individuals, but they are also uh, symbols of entire communities of heroes. They are Tina Ngata, uh, Horni Harawira, and Rawari Jansen, Dr. Rawari Jansen. Uh, all three of them stood tall uh, for their people over the pandemic. They stood up to power. They stood up to their own people to protect them. They took fire. They These these rebels were accused of working for the government, being in the pocket of the government. Uh, they went out there and they put their necks on the line to increase health services in their area to keep people out of their areas uh, to make sure that there was pressure at all times on our decision and policy makers uh, to include Māori, mātauranga and expertise. They were ignored uh, a lot of the time, um, but they kept at it. And honestly, and they and and of course, if, if any of those people are listening to me say this, they're going to be like, no, it wasn't me, it was a team. Um, but they do really stand out for me as um, people who put their necks on the line. Hornet's used to it. Nothing, you know, phases that guy. He was just like, shut up if someone was like, you're a sellout. <laughs> He's like, whatever. Um, but yes, uh, I just, it, it, it's, it's been a really hard year for 
for some of our leaders. I mean, yeah. you're used to getting pushed back from our Parker institutions, but actually getting it in the neck from your own people is a whole different yeah. ball game. It's a lot harder to deal with. And uh, those, yeah, those guys are my absolute heroes. Heroes of my heart. Oh. It's so well put. Thanks. So well put. It's just been an exhausting year for everyone. And That's so right. to add, add to that, um, the, all the things you're talking about when you put your head above the parapet yeah. and, and sort of all day, all night That's out right. There, that's, that's right. That's, that's a lot. Thank you. Jane, yeah. Oh, I'm so pleased I get to follow that with my silly shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so good. We're going one for one. Up, it's, down, up, down. <laughs> Let's just circle right back to reality television for a moment, if we could. Uh, I want to put up for my hero of the year. I've actually got a couple, sorry. But Lady Six... Um, she was a judge or a guesser or whatever they're called on a guess, <laughs> the guessing panel for the mass Singer. And uh, she really put in the hard yards to promote LAB. Um, <laughs> this guessing, is such a good hero. Guessing literally every time that one of the, one of the mass Singers was either a backup singer from LAB and at one point she went rogue and suggested it could be Joel Shadbolt, who actually is one of the fronting people of LAB. Um, <laughs> Weirdly, none of the masked singers were anyone from LAB. Um, but she really, you know, she had she showed real tenacity and and up again, you know, people. I, I think they sold out Spark Arena mainly because she was like people were just going like, "What the fuck is LAB?" Um, so she saw a cause and she went for it uh, against the odds. Um, I would also like to make special mention of Josh Thompson, who just last week on Celebrity Bake, I've clutched performance from him to to, to just get him for the uh, the hero nod at the end of the year, um, did an incredible job of this most amazing, like it was a roast chicken cake, a roast turkey <laughs> cake, with, with a, an imagining of his own face on it as part of a sweet <laughs> challenge. Truly, he wept tears because it, um, Christmas time makes him think of his mum who passed away. And it was Aww. it was actually, so fuck you guys for laughing. Yeah. Um, you just said he made a roast turkey cake with his own face. That wasn't me. <laughs> It's a trap. It was a trap. I really tried to force that really one. Sorry. You really burned does. <laughs> no disclaimer at the start. Uh, but it was actually very, very beautiful. Um, I also, I may as well. I think I just do my my department thanks here. If that's if that's all right with you, Toby, as the host of the pod, I'll just shoehorn them in here. Is that okay? You've got there are more thanks. My th- this is this is my this is my my, my true hero. It's going to be like Shortland Street credit. <laughs> <laughs> my Speed true My true heroes are my team. So Ti here, Callum Henderson, Tina Tiller, woo, and uh, and all the all you podcast hosts. Yeah. Would you like to give them a big up? I'd love to give them. I'd love to give you all great big ups. This is a shout out and heaps of ups. <laughs> without the host being clever and funny and informed and uh, and mostly on time, <laughs> apart from apart from Ben Thomas, consistently not on time. Ben's a promise, busy. Um, but uh, you know, you guys are all amazing. I wouldn't have a job without you. So thanks for that. Thanks for paying my mortgage and. Um, you're welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Particularly you, Mad. <laughs> Always on time to my podcast. <laughs> uh, but no, love you all. You do a great job and you make working on the podcast department a real pleasure. 
We, we love you too. Joy, joy, joy to work with you, Jane. And so, thanks also for your, so. your, your, your lockdown pods too, because that was that was no that easy was a, time. That was really annoying time. time. Yeah. That was that was where I wondered whether Tiahi realised he'd made a terrible mistake. <laughs> sort of up at that ten o'clock actually, at night. That was close second to the to the Parmesan custard. Late night pods. Mountain Dew. Oh shit! And all the people who listen to our podcasts. Oh yeah, them. Good. And yeah. the readers. Also, <laughs> I, think, I think we do. We should just say for those of you who've made the end, a really, really super big, insanely massive, potato-sized thank you to the spin-off members who. Yes. Uh, I mean, I don't. I, are we allowed to say this? We had a few sort of. Stick, you talking about whether you can months. call them Doug? We, we, you know, with the lockdown, did have did have some some implications for the spin-off as, as a business. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you can say that. Go and, and, and in public, like it's, it's a real thing. Like it's we, a total real thing, but but it's absolutely true to say that we wouldn't be here if we hadn't didn't have members who support the spin-off and support our people and our co-papa and the work that, that emerges every day. So we we're just incredibly grateful to people who who. Who, who contributed that? Oh, yeah. Kaldak. That's true. This Karahimaki would have been a lump of coal and not a 7.9 kilo potato <laughs> if it weren't for the spin off Big members. difference. All right, let's go make some chips. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Thank, thank you to you. our live studio yeah. audience yeah. and uh, Tina Tiller, who's uh, with my headphones on. Don't want to listen to this show. Callum Henderson, who has left, he just walked out before. Oh, and, yeah. and Stanley the dog, who sat through the whole thing and listened to it all. Yeah, he probably needs to do a wee off it. He looks tired. He's exhausted. Go do a wee, Sam. All right, let's all go and do a wee. Thank okay. you. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Kia ora e te iwi, te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.